Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Have you searched for yourself online lately? What did you find? The last thing you need is your home address and phone number readily available on the web to stalkers, debt collectors, and Karens. You need Privacy Pros. Privacy Pros works by pairing you one-on-one with a data specialist, monitoring over 160 sites, removing your information, and sending quarterly reports. Let Privacy Pros get their hands dirty so you don't have to. Visit privacypros.com slash wrestling. That's privacypros.com slash wrestling for more information. Start this new year off clean with Privacy Pros, the premier professional opt-out services. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. You're gonna acknowledge me. Alright, everybody, guys and girls, welcome back to another edition of the SmackDown Review. Right here on the WWE. WWE Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Michael Ritter. You can find me on Twitter at Michael5Ritter and on Instagram at MichaelRitter5 and also the host of the Football Function Podcast available on all the podcast platforms. It's definitely getting juicy around this time of year over on that podcast. So if you're a football fan, definitely go check us out over there. But today we're going to be talking about the SmackDown that aired on January 28th, 2022 from Kansas City, Missouri. And joining me on this journey, we're going to cover the SmackDown, the official go-home show for the 2022 Royal Rumble. John Carrasco. So, John, how you doing, bud? Did you enjoy this episode of SmackDown? I'm doing pretty good. Yes, sir, I did. I mean, definitely rolling into the Royal Rumble. So, I mean, definitely excited for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, as you should, man. These go-home shows are supposed to do just that. I feel like this episode of SmackDown in particular was a little bit easy to digest. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of segment after segment. It was kind of entertaining segments and it was more so quality over quantity especially like kind of how we started getting a a good look at all the women and how the show ended with the face-off between roman reigns and seth rollins so we're going to go ahead and cover all of that stuff in chronological order the way that it happened but i will say as far as the smackdown side of things here in wwe it is looking pretty good there was a couple things on tonight's episode that i kind of want to talk about i mentioned one to you off air about the Caleb Braxton Big E thing. We'll get to that whenever it comes up. But leading into the Royal Rumble, just with Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman obviously being out of the picture with him, 
the whole Intercontinental Championship is what it is. I've kind of given up on that. The tag team champions, the Usos, are kind of falling in that same, um, I guess you can say path. They're falling in the footsteps of the Intercontinental Championship in terms of like not really being defended as much as it should, despite there being a number one contender in the Viking Raiders. So the championships, that's a little bit questionable on SmackDown, in my opinion. As far as like them being defended outside of Roman Reigns, it's clear he's the respected champion over there. But like the other championships, they, they're hardly ever defended. And it's just, it's one of those things that doesn't really sit well with me. I, I, like as a new fan, are you like, are, are you good with that? Like, are you fine with seeing the championships or do you feel like maybe they should be defended a little bit more? Not necessarily on free TV, but like the Intercontinental Championship, well, we've already talked about it on the show. It hasn't been defended on a pay-per-view since WrestleMania. Like that's insane. And right, right, like WrestleMania is coming up. So that's, that tells you right there, damn near a calendar year. That's just unheard of. I'm sure there's a stat guy out there that could look it up, but back to the question. Do you think that, I'm like, as a new fan, how do you feel about this? What's your opinion on the lack of title defenses for some of the championships? Uh, to me, I mean, I'm kind of on the same page as you. Uh, I'd like to see like the Intercontinental, uh, be, I guess, used more, I guess you could say. Cause, you know, it's really like the Rick Boogs that's always defending, yeah. you know, like in the fight. But I don't know, somewhere along the line, I heard that Shinsuke is injured. So that's, that's what I was going to say. I was going to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that. that's probably why he's not, you know, involved too much but i mean that's just me me doing my research and stuff like that and uh i believe on the mailbag it was also mentioned so i mean that was another source right there um but other than that i mean all the other championships i feel like the women's championship that's doing pretty good you know i mean there's a good back and forth that plenty of different opponents you know yep. so we saw that yeah that's good i mean now seeing the roman reigns thing kind of I mean, it's always been, what'd you say, exciting in some yeah. type of way, you know? I'm kind of mad I mean, that the Brock Lesnar thing didn't ever go the way it should have, you know? But, I mean, it's still, look, Seth freaking Mark Rollins here. Yeah. You know, not mad about that. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good back and forth with the championships. Oh, yeah. And don't be too disappointed about the whole Brock Lesnar thing because it will be coming at some point. Without right, a doubt. Right. I mean, and that kind of leads me to something else that was mentioned on the mailbag, and we'll get into that once we get into our actual predictions. Um, I was going to kind of think, or just conspiracy, my bad. But um, I'm kind of thinking in the next day, you know, I have a feeling that a feeling that Brock is going to lose that championship to Bobby. Really? You think so, so huh? Yeah, yeah, and I think it's going to kind of uh, lead up to where it's like somewhere involving Roman, Seth, and uh, Brock in the Universal. Like somewhere. Well, I'm going to. Maybe yeah, I actually. I'm going to ask you to elaborate on that, but I'm going to wait for a little bit later because at the end of the show, we're actually going to talk about this whole card. We're going to talk about that Brock Lesnar match. We're going to talk about the Roman Reigns match, both of the Royal Rumbles. We're going to get into all that and we're going to actually give our official predictions. For the card. So I'm going to actually uh, – I'm going to let you dive in a little bit deeper to your conspiracy, to your old little theory there with Brock Lesnar. And you mentioned gotcha. how the SmackDown Women's Championship division is in a decent spot. There's a lot of women who have been getting featured at least on air. It's hard to say a division's in a great spot in WWE right now just because you never know in the blink of an eye. You could lose two people out of that division. They'll get cut. You know, So, I mean, it's hard to really get invested and get attached to any of these people, but – you mentioned it. The division's looking good, and that is what opens the show. So that's where we're going to start here. If you're ready, we can go ahead and dive into this SmackDown. Yes, sir. And Charlotte Flair opens the show. So who else better than her? And she takes an immediate shot at uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you got a little bit of a kick out of that being a Raiders fan. Yes, sir. But anyways, she says that 29 other women are going to be feeling the same way that the Chiefs are going to be feeling on Sunday, which is beat to hell sad because they just lost basically just saying that charlotte is going to win the royal rumble herself and uh she in fact declares that that she's going to win it i mean you should already know right now that's what she believes so why should we believe any different but someone who does believe a little bit different Shayna baszler 
She comes out. I notice she has a new theme song, a little bit weird. I actually didn't have a problem with her previous theme song. And I do like whenever some wrestlers do it, but like if it, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And I feel like hers, it fit her pretty well. If you're going to change anything about her, her theme song is definitely not at the top of the list. But anyways, Shayna Baszler comes out and she says that Charlotte is a great competitor. So she does acknowledge that, but she says that if it came down to it tomorrow and it was them two, like, as the final two in the Royal Rumble, that she will not hesitate to break her limbs and throw her over the top rope. And Shayna Baszler is one woman who's believable. I talk about this all the time on the show. I talk about it with you. You got to make it believable. Like that's the one thing that I really wasn't a fan of Zelina Vega, you know, over there with Carmella on Raw, I'm guessing. Well, whenever she was over here on SmackDown kind of feuding with Carmella, trying to get a number one contender's opportunity late in the summer, that's the main thing that I had a problem with is just the I, – I can't get behind Zelina Vega beating Charlotte. You know, I, I just – I really can't do that. I know it's very unlikely. Just something about it. I mean Zelina Vega is one of the best on the mic, but in terms of in the ring, there's something about that just – I need to be more, I guess – I need to be proven wrong, I guess is what I should say. I need her to have this in-ring individual career and be successful, but I mean – She's basically in the same ballpark as Dana Brooke right now, you know, and kind of in that division, not really breaking through that glass ceiling, not even, you know, scratching what, I guess, trying to think of a good comparison. I mean, are you familiar with Lacey Evans? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No, not at all. <laughs> See, she... She's leaving right now. She's not oh she's not currently wrestling with WWE, so she is on break because she just had a baby. But she is someone who's kind of cut from the same cloth as Charlotte. She is she's very tall. She has a good like frame on her. She's an actual like military, like ex veteran, you know. Like she has a, a background of kicking ass. She's a legitimate badass. So I mean it's believable it's believable whenever she gets in the ring. And she's kicking people's ass, and she's someone who just kind of matches up well with Charlotte, and it's right away it passes the eye test. And that's always mattered to me, maybe more than it should. It could be, you know, a little bit of a of a detriment, so to speak. But it always kind of has bothered me whenever women who don't necessarily look the part get the opportunities, and it is, I guess, WWE is trying to make it seem believable. Like I love Liv Morgan. But I know that one-on-one -on -one with Charlotte, she doesn't stand a chance. It would take a fluke. It would take something like that for her to actually get the win. So I'm not, like, completely just blind to that. Like, I'm going to be objective about it, and I'm going to throw all the women in that category if I believe in it like that. But it's just kind of one of those things, I guess. I won't get any more off topic, but seeing Shayna Baszler out there face-to-face -face with Charlotte, it kind of just gave me a little bit of a breath of fresh air. Somebody who would actually – looks like they could give Charlotte a little bit of a run for her money. But it doesn't end there with people coming out. And this one actually surprised me a little bit. Aaliyah, she comes out wearing a shirt, 3.17, trying to advertise and promote her breaking that record of the fastest win in WWE's history, at least for the women, that is. 
But um, she's followed by Natty. Natty comes out, kind of gets in Aaliyah's face, and they have a little bit of a verbal or a verbal altercation. Shotzi Blackheart comes out after that. I haven't seen her in a little while, so it was nice to see her. She's going to be in the Rumble. You can guarantee that. But who comes out next? None other than – shout out to DJ Kuzmo – Sasha Banks. <laughs> so this one kind of got me. I mean it really did. It kind of you know got the blood flowing a little bit, made the goosebumps kind of stand up seeing Sasha Banks come back the night before the Royal Rumble. All but saying she's going to be in it. She's a favorite in my opinion. She very likely could win the whole thing, and we'll get to that whenever we talk about our predictions. But what did you think about seeing Sa- Sasha Banks return tonight? I mean were, did you expect it? Were you excited? Do you wish they maybe would have waited one day? Uh, I didn't expect it. No, um, it, it was kind of cool to see it. Uh, she definitely brings a lot of excitement to the table. So, I mean, yeah, her coming out at the end definitely put that little segment over the top credibility that's what she brings in my opinion she's somebody who's polished uh not necessarily the best on the mic she's just that's not her strong suit her strong suit is in the ring in between those ropes that's where she legitimately in my opinion she's better than charlotte just in terms of being a pure wrestler pound for pound that's something that i mean it's not a hill i'm willing like to die on but i do really believe that sasha banks is without a doubt probably the best pound for pound women's wrestler on the roster right now but she absolutely slaps the taste out of Charlotte's mouth, and then all hell breaks loose. Sasha Banks kind of just looks on for a little bit. We do eventually get that face-off between Charlotte and Sasha, and it ends up ending with Sasha throwing Charlotte over the top rope. So, I mean, they're making Sasha look strong, which is very good, 24 hours before the pay-per-view that tells me Sasha is going to have a very big role here. I'm calling her right now. She's going to be in the final four. There's a lot of women who I'm very high on right now in terms of like thinking they have a shot to kind of boost themselves here in the Royal Rumble. Sasha's got to be at the top of that list, though. She really does. I don't know who's going to make their return, but, man, you just – like we've talked about it. Sasha and Charlotte, are they just look like they're on a collision course on uh, SmackDown. I kind of have been talking about how I wasn't a fan of her being like in a mid-card feud, Sasha Banks, that is, while – Charlotte was kind of feuding with Tony Storm and all that stuff like when that thing was going on and Sasha was doing her things with uh, Shotzi Blackheart there in the mid-card. I was kind of like, well, I mean it's weird having Charlotte and Sasha on the same roster and them not feuding with each other. So seeing them have that face-off was like, okay, here we go. We're kind of creeping that way. What's one way to get that, to get that storyline there, let it ride itself? Have Sasha Banks win the Royal Rumble. Let her choose her opponent. Why even leave? That championship you want is right there on SmackDown, and we will get a Sasha Banks versus Charlotte Flair feud for the next coming months leading into WrestleMania, and that will give me and you as we're covering SmackDown a lot of good content to talk about. But up next, we get Sheamus and Ridge Holland versus Cesaro and Ricochet. And before the match, Sheamus gifted Ridge with like a face protector type mask, kind of similar to like – who was it for the Pistons that had one of these back in the day? Oh, I Richard can't re- Hamilton. Yeah, Richard Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. And then Sheamus kind of had one himself a little bit earlier in the year whenever he legitimately broke his nose. Who was it that broke Sheamus's nose anyway? I think it might have been Humberto Carrillo. I think it might have been whenever they were kind of beating the hell out of each other week after week. I think that might have been what happened there. But anyway, he gives him one of those masks. Rich Holland coming off a broken nose. This is his first match. So it kind of fits. I was like, hey, that that makes sense. I mean, legitimately, why wouldn't you want that protection? I will say his nose looked perfect. Like usually whenever somebody breaks their nose and they fix it, you can tell that they had a broken nose. Like some way, somehow, whether it's the shape or like there's a scar or something, you can tell that they had a broken nose. And his nose literally looks perfect. So I was like, shout out to whoever fixed that, whatever doctor he went to. But just a little bit of something that I noticed there. But, I mean, this match, physical as hell. Ricochet was splitting up blood at one point. Cesaro looked great as usual. He tries to put Sheamus in a little bit of that swing, but he's hit from the side with a headbutt from Ridge Holland wearing that protective mask, so likely a little bit of a harder collision. It's not just skull on skull, which sucks, but I mean you're getting that pressure plus some type of like protective mask, plastic, whatever it is. Definitely going to hurt a little bit more than a normal headbutt, but that headbutt is followed by a quote-unquote northern grit to pick up the win for Ridge Holland. So he hits his new, I guess you can say, finishing move. Uh, what did you think about this one? Did you think that this match put over Ridge a little bit more, given his like physical nature and how he was able to really just beat the hell out of these guys? 
Uh, it kind of looked like he was definitely rusty at the beginning. Uh, Rich Holland, that is. Um, especially whenever Ricochet hit him with that kick. Pretty long he match. Like, he kind of like fell off the side of the ring, kind of weird and stuff like that. And then Ricochet uh, went over the ropes, and he like totally like missed him, you know? Like maybe like caught like the like lower part of his uh, legs, but that was it. I don't know. It just seemed like he, you know, he's had his time away. But other than that, I mean, you could definitely tell that he was he was pumped, ready for that fight. You know, just just the way that he was taking over, like beating up Ricochet. He, like you say, he compliments people, so he definitely made his his performance look a lot better in my eyes. Oh, without a doubt. So I was definitely, I was definitely, um, I guess you could say behind the outcome of this i was good with it getting him the win in a dominant fashion ricochet spit uh spitting up blood i feel mm-hmm. like it was all just a nice little segment here well done by wwe but we can go ahead and move on here next they had that royal rumble video package which is actually pretty long i was actually surprised that ridge holland and sheamus match that tag team match before this that took up a pretty big chunk of the show as well so this followed by the the video package took up like i mean for sure like damn near 30 minutes so i guess that's why the show was easy to digest a lot of the segments ended up being pretty long but the next one that's the one that i'm really excited to talk about here sonia deville versus naomi yes i wasn't sure what to expect whenever i saw backstage the ref she was tell or the referee was telling sonia that he's going to call it down the middle as Sonya Deville was trying to like threaten him into cheating his way, like into calling it a little bit more in favor of her, you know, kind of bending the rules a little bit. As soon as I saw that, I was like, all right, something's going to happen. Of course, we're not going to get this match, but we kind of talked about how they're, you know, the possibilities of them maybe settling it at the actual Royal Rumble if it wasn't able to, you know, be settled on SmackDown. Well, that wasn't the case. This actually, the match took place. It happened. It was a legitimate match, really slow pace, so it kind of went on much longer than I expected. I mean, it even had a commercial break during the match. I mean, that's that tells me right there, like, damn, this match is going on. When I saw that they went to commercial, I was just excited. I was glad to see that this match was getting the, I guess, the time and the attention that it deserved and not just being a squash match. One thing I would have really liked is seeing Naomi be a little bit more aggressive. She kind of, like, her body language during the match, the way she was, you know, delivering her shots and all that stuff. Her face looked like she was more pissed off, but I mean, take it to the next level. You know, really beat the hell out of her. It's, act like she's been tormenting you for all these weeks and months. So that's my really only complaint with this whole thing that went on here. But Sonya really doesn't give up despite being outmatched. She actually kicks out after a full Nelson. She tried to rake Naomi's eyes. She actually does. And then she pulls her tights trying to roll her up for the pin, but Naomi kicked out and then eventually hit the rear view, followed by the split leg moonsault, and then finally beats Sonya Deville. Ends the 153 days of being tormented, or I guess just after being 153 days of being tormented because there's no guarantee that it's over now. I mean, she beat her because even after this match, Naomi doesn't, or Sonya Deville doesn't go away. She goes to the top of the ramp and she declares that she is going to enter the Royal Rumble. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So she's not going away, clearly. What do you think about this? Was this segment, I mean, did it live up to the hype? Were you excited about this? What's your take on this segment? Stay right there. The WWE Podcast will return after this quick break. Have you searched for yourself online lately? What did you find? The last thing you need is your home address and phone number readily available on the web to stalkers, debt collectors, and Karens. You need Privacy Pros. Privacy Pros works by pairing you one-on-one with a data specialist, monitoring over 160 sites, removing your information, and sending quarterly reports. Let Privacy Pros get their hands dirty so you don't have to. Visit privacypros.com slash wrestling. That's privacypros.com slash wrestling for more information. Start this new year off clean with Privacy Pros, the premier professional opt-out services. Welcome back to the WWE Podcast. Let's get back to more great wrestling audio. Uh, I know back then uh, I said that I was ready for this to be over, but I mean, I'm definitely starting to fall <clears throat> into this little storyline that they got going. Uh, you know, definitely just because that suit is off Sony, you know, so she's definitely, she's transitioning back into the wrestling. Exactly. So yeah. that, that's kind of cool for me. So um, other than that, I mean, her saying that she's going to be back in or be one of the contestants in the Royal Rumble was like another positive for me you know because it's going to keep it going in a way but <clears throat> yeah i like it i'm not gonna lie i do too i, I like that she got the win i'm sure it felt nice her getting to finally put her hands on sonia deville and actually you know quote unquote beat the hell out of her but like i said i would have really enjoyed it uh this match being a little bit more physical maybe we'll get to see that tomorrow in the royal rumble because they're both going to be in there you didn't think this was a good back and forth I mean, it was, it was slow paced, but I just thought it was going to be more of like beating the hell out of each other, you know, like okay. there really, there really wasn't anything like if you just tune in, like if I just like was tu- like tuning in, scrolling through the channels and I caught this women's match, I wouldn't have known that there was 153 days of one of them tormenting the other one, like affecting their career and all that stuff. Like I would have just thought it was a regular wrestling match and these two are pissed off and they're just trying to beat the hell out of each other. I didn't think that there was like, anything different i guess you know you can't it wasn't a no dq match it was just a regular match so you can't really do that but i just thought that they might they maybe could have done a little bit of a better job telling a story in the ring that these two actually hate each other and they're not just in a regular match i kind of felt like she like for the year and a half that she's taken off you know that she's been where like her moves were pretty on point you know sonia is that that, yeah yeah so I, i felt like it kind of it, it wasn't a bad, a bad match to watch. It was definitely something to, you know, keep your eyes on, you know. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. Yeah, I feel like the match itself delivered just from a normal, like it, with no context, just the match itself. Mm-hmm. They definitely did a good job. I'm yeah. sure that these two, that's, that's why they're in this feud together is because they're comfortable. You know, like in real life, they probably are friends. And they probably like really are good in the ring together. They have the chemistry. That's why they were able to put on a longer match. I just maybe wouldn't mind seeing them in a no DQ setting. Okay. But I guess more of like a, a no DQ setting or no rules, we could transition into Inzane, another segment here by Sami Zayn with a special guest, Jinder and Shanky. I know that those two are really high on your list, one of your favorite tag teams there. But they oh, come I out. I not say that at all. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> Sami Zayn says that because of the stunts in the last couple of weeks that they've been doing there on the, um, you know, trying to impress jackass i guess you can say mm-hmm. during the insane segments because of how risky they are they're going to go ahead and transition into more of a live podcast setting so no or i guess not the fortune of editing and all that stuff like it's a live setting similar like the pat mcabee show and mm-hmm. pat was kind of commenting on that and kind of roasting sammy a little bit for saying i'm going to edit this out i'm going to edit this out. it's just funny if you podcast <laughs> hearing sammy zane talk about all that stuff it was actually funny to kind of I guess get a little peek behind the curtain. But anyways, Jinder Mahal, who is one of the guests, he does say that they are going to embarrass Shinsuke and Rick Boogs, who they have a tag team match with after this. And then 
they Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs they actually come out doing their normal routine. Obviously, Rick Boogs on the electric guitar. Nakamura kicks Sami Zayn in the head, knocks him out of the ring, right over there to commentary where he stays for this tag team match. Rick Boogs and Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Sami Zayn obviously is one of the better wrestlers that can go on the commentary because you never know when he's in and out of character. Like he's always kind of doing that that character of Sami Zayn, I guess, you know, the conspiracy guy, but he's not always talking about that because sometimes he'll just he, – he shows his like ring intelligence, you know, like his wrestling IQ, I guess you can say. And that's one of my favorite parts about him being on commentary is because he breaks it down and he's like Tony Romo pretty much. He's like the Tony Romo of the WWE. But anyways, I never thought I'd be making that comparison, but here we are. Anyways, Rick Boogs hits the Boogs cruise on Shanky to get the win. After having a run there, Rick Boogs that is, or Rick Boogs that is, going one on two. I'm not sure if you noticed that when he was going one on two with those two mm-hmm. guys. Still gets the win. What do you think about that? I thought it was a pretty good little uh, segment for Rick. You know, it's just definitely showing a lot of a lot of positives coming from his end. You know, so it's something I can definitely follow right there. The insane thing. I'm getting. Kind of tired of it. I'm ready for it to be over with, though. Me too. I didn't think it was going to be like an ongoing thing. When it was a mm-hmm. one-off, like the one time he brought it out, the first time that is, I was on board. I was, oh, this is funny. You know, a little right. little twist off Jackass, going to drive the the grocery basket up the ramp, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I was I was in on that. But now that they're trying to turn it into like a, a podcast or whatever, like a, a talk show or a, mm-hmm. whatever Gosh. that is, mm-hmm. I'm not for it. Uh, I agree with you on that. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that. There's enough talk shows around here. I don't feel like we need another one. And, and Sami Zayn is just better in the ring. And there's no reason to be feuding with Johnny Knoxville anymore. Like, dude, the, the Royal Rumbles tomorrow, eliminate him, let him go back to doing whatever he's doing. You go back to being a wrestler. You just signed a long-term deal with WWE, so you're not going anywhere. I am, uh, I'll be on board whenever this insane stuff ends. But anyways. Sure. That Kayla Braxton interview that I was talking about a little bit earlier, she says that Big E is officially back on SmackDown. And I know you had your questions on whether or not or how she meant that. Did she mean it like tonight or just for the time being for the Royal Rumble or did she mean that he is back on the SmackDown roster? And my gut is telling me the way she said it, their body language, the way they were talking after she said that. Big E's back on SmackDown. He is. He has to be. I just that's what that's what I got from that. I would be shocked if he's not, but at the same time, what's it matter? You know, what's it matter what brand you're on? You could just show up anyway, you know? I mean, Seth Rollins has been on SmackDown for the past three weeks. Like, who cares, you know? Yeah, that right there, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure. I mean, maybe just out of context or something like that, but yeah, I, I definitely, I, I thought it was just like meaning just for the show, you know? So definitely good to kind of see like the different uh, opinions on it, I guess you could say. Because it kind of threw yeah. my head into another loop thinking about it after you had mentioned it. Yeah, just something. And then, I don't know, just well, we've seen him. There's really no place for him on Raw if he's not going to get that push. SmackDown mm-hmm. could use the help. Their roster's a little bit thin. I mean, it makes sense. But at the same time, I was just like, like, why? You didn't say why. You just said he's back on SmackDown. You didn't give us any type of explanation as to why he came back. Does Raw get a superstar in return? Are we doing a trade here? I don't really know. I mean, if you are going to do a trade here, I'm totally fine with sending over like Madcap Moss or something like that. But anyways, we can go ahead and get into it right there. It's a little bit of a segue. Corbin and Madcap take on Big E and Kofi Kingston. The shortest match of the night wasn't a long segment at all. Big E ends up winning this match. I think he hit midnight hour or something like that to get the win. Ends up pinning Madcap. Uh, I mean, do you have any comments on this one? Corbin and Madcap are kind of like the bathroom break segment here on uh, here on SmackDown as of late. Well, let's go ahead and move on here to the main event. I guess, I mean, there, w- there wasn't a match, but it was a much-anticipated face-to-face. Anytime these two dudes can get in the ring together and have an interaction, I'm all for it. And that's what we get here. Seth Rollins thanks Roman Reigns once they get in the ring for getting his cousin's band tomorrow night. Obviously, the Superman punch and all that stuff last week, we talked about it, how there was really a lack of logic Roman Reigns kind of explains why, saying that seeing his cousins being pinned by Seth Rollins would have been a shame to his family and would have made him look bad and all that good stuff. In which Seth Rollins says, well, I mean, if losing to Seth Rollins brings shame to your family, then nobody has brought more shame to your family than you because I've beaten you so many times. And then he goes on to 
talk about those times like he's done over the past few weeks. He mentioned stealing his WrestleMania moment right from under his feet whenever he cashed in his money in the bank. He mentions hitting him in the back with a steel chair, breaking up the shield, which really kind of sits with Roman. If you notice that, that one really bothers him. You could tell that at that moment his facial expressions changed. He was locked in. He was kind of he, – he really did get pissed off. And so Thrawn just continues to push his buttons. He just continues to tell him that he's better than him. He talks about how he beat him way back in – I think it might have been like 2016 and sent him on his quote-unquote 30-day vacay, which I know you're not familiar with that, but I'm pretty sure that's in reference to whenever Roman Reigns failed a wellness policy like test a drug test for whatever it is peds i'm not really sure exactly what it was i didn't really look into all that but got suspended for 30 days so i mean that's kind of what seth was was referencing there and that's another reason we kind of talked about seth rollins being so damn good on the mic he brings up stuff like that that not everybody's even going to know you know like that's going to go right over the head of a lot of fans but if you actually kind of know the history behind roman Reigns' career and kind of these two guys right here then you knew exactly what he was talking about there, and I really appreciated that. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. But Roman goes back to whenever Seth mentions the steel chair. Like I said, that really bothers him. And he tells Seth Rollins that he's never going to forgive him for that. And in fact, he actually hates him. And that like sets off Seth Rollins. That's like exactly what he wanted to hear because he starts laughing hysterically and then he starts just saying that your family sucks or basically, no, 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 your family's a joke. Your title reign's a joke. Your bloodline's a joke. He's getting in his face. I mean, he's saying things that you shouldn't be saying to the quote unquote head of the table, the tribal chief, this dominant force that we've seen on SmackDown here over the past couple of years. You just don't say that to his face and without, you know, Nobody says that and lives to talk about it. You know, that's kind of what we've learned here with Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns gets pissed. He says, you think this is a joke? You think I'm a joke? Whatever. He shoves him twice. Seth Rollins kind of gets back in his face. Roman Reigns actually tries to hit a Superman punch, but it doesn't connect. Seth Rollins leaves the ring kind of like he has the past couple of weeks, untouched for the most part. Takes a couple shoves, but that's not nearly enough. Tomorrow we're going to see these guys lock horns. Did did you like this last segment, and are you excited for this match tomorrow? Oh, yeah, this is definitely a good build-up, man. I'm definitely seeing, like, how uh, Seth is getting under his skin, you know? And plus, like, you can see, you, you know, that little facial expression that Roman makes whenever he's getting, like, pissed off, that little, I don't know, like, that little smirk, that little grin type thing, I guess you could say. So you, you can definitely tell like he, he's he's hitting all his buttons, you know. So I'm like I said, I'm definitely excited for it, ready for it uh, tomorrow to come already. I'm yeah, I, I'm ready for this. As you should be. Well, that's how SmackDown actually goes off the air. So a good way. It's how we've seen it the past couple of weeks. Seth Rollins going away, smiling, untouched, getting the upper hand on Roman Reigns. What should tell you right then and there? Roman Reigns is going to beat. Seth Rollins tomorrow and on that note let's get into it bud let's go ahead and talk about our predictions and who we think is going to win these matches tomorrow night at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view and I'll start here 
We'll start with the Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop match for the Raw Women's Championship. Obviously, Becky Lynch. I know Dewdrop had her moment on Monday Night Raw where she kind of interrupted that virtual press conference. She goes over there to Becky Lynch's area, starts raising hell. Dewdrop is going to have a, a good 2022. She's going to get pushed a little bit later. Women's money in the bank, all that stuff. I expect her to have a role in, but not right now, not against Becky Lynch. Becky's not dropping this title. I feel like this is probably the easiest one to pick of the entire night. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- this one, definitely rolling with the Becky on this side. Uh, I do like the push that D-Drop's getting. I mean, definitely because the – I don't know if it's just like the accents that are intriguing to me. You know, it makes it kind of interesting to watch and stuff like that. But I don't know. Uh, it- it's cool to see, like, Becky's giving – like she says, opportunities to the lower end of the roster, you know. So it keeps it keeps everything up in the air, I guess you could say. Not just one uh, one consistent opponent coming every time, you know. So I, I yeah. like it. Well, let's move on to a tag team match: Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice, husband and wife versus husband and wife. I take it back. This is the easiest one to pick, without a doubt. Edge and Beth Phoenix. I mean, this one's going to be probably like, I mean, I'm sure they're going to want to get it like 10 minutes just to kind of let Edge have some fun, let the, let the moment actually sit, let the crowd enjoy this one. But they're not going to give this much time. They got two Royal Rumble matches they got to get on this card. This one's going to be pretty quick. Edge with a spear. Beth Phoenix maybe hitting a spear or something like that. I could see her pinning or at least doing a move on The Miz. Oh, yeah. Their little segment that they had in the the past Raw episode was pretty good. Um, it... it it showed me that like there's a lot of possibility that's gonna come from Edge and uh, Beth, so I'm 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 into it. I'm on the Edge side, and I definitely don't like the Miz man. He's so freaking annoying. Maurice on the other end, I could watch that, but nah, Miz not for me. No, you're you're preaching to the choir there, but I am not a fan of the Miz. In fact, a lot of people here on the WWE podcast are not a fan of the Miz. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're two for two on terms of being on the same side with these predictions here. Let's move on to some more championships. Okay. The Raw side, Brock Lesnar defending his WWE championship against Bobby Lashley, the long-awaited matchup between these two. Who do you got? I got Bobby Lashley winning this one. Oh, just because j- what we've talked about previously, you know, um, we'll get into it though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I I see where you're going with that. I'm actually gonna go with Brock Lesnar, just yeah. because. Why not? You know, I just think. I mean, it's Brock Lesnar for crying out loud. You don't really have right. to have an explanation if you think he's gonna win, uh, win or lose. I think he's gonna win in this particular case, and um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll see which one of us is right here. Our first difference in terms of who we think is going gotcha. to win let's let's talk about another championship though universal over on the smackdown side i was gonna say before you do get into that one i mean i know you don't really watch it but man go go back and watch that little segment the little way in between brock and uh bobby on the last raw episode it'll kind of give you that that like confidence coming from bobby that he's gonna win this championship i mean he tells him he tells brock straight up that to guarantee that he's gonna leave with that belt okay it it put it put it in the air for me after that day i'll check it out for sure before the royal rumble happens because i mean i I bet they're gonna have it in the video package leading up to that match anyway but i want to check out the segment as a as an actual like full segment not just the highlights from it and how they kind of paint it in the light to make it look good yeah, there's a lot into it that, I mean, you just take out of context, if you could say. Well, the last match before the Royal Rumbles, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Who do you got on this one? I'm going to go ahead and roll with the Tribal Chief. I just think that it doesn't make sense to do this one. We kind of talked about it. Seth's gotten the upper hand over the past few weeks. It just makes sense for Roman Reigns to keep it here. I agree with you on this one. I'm not seeing the belt, you know, changing hands in this situation. Um, definitely going to be a good match, you know, or I hope, you know, something freaking crazy happens out of this, but yeah, I, I don't see the belt switching hands. All right, here we go. Royal Rumbles. Which one? You, let's go women. If I could spit it out. Okay. Let's go women's Royal Rumble. 
Who do you think is going to win this one? I'll toss it to you first, and I'll give you the the floor and let you, I guess, get the pick of the litter, all of them. Okay. Who do you think is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble? Do you want me to go ahead and list off the names really quickly? I can to let you kind of give you an idea on who has entered so far. Uh, I kind of have my predictions already. I'm, of course. I'm, well, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to weigh your opinion. Then let's see it. Okay. I'm. I'm. Well, today kind of. The, Kind of put me on edge with my decision. I was kind of rolling with the Aaliyah thing. I wanted to kind of see her go. You know, she's building some momentum in her, in her, I guess you could say her acceptance into the her SmackDown row. You know, so I'm, I kind of see her building that momentum up to it, even though she's the newbie. But the Sasha thing that happened today kind of, kind of put me on edge on that decision. So. I'm kind of gonna I'm put it between those two, Sasha and uh, Aaliyah for the win. Sasha and Aaliyah, okay, a little bit surprising. Well, Aaliyah there. number one, Aaliyah number one. If, so Aaliyah, so Aaliyah yeah. is your your dark horse. You think yeah, she's my gonna... dark horse? Yeah, I, I think oh. she's gonna do a little bit of a upset. You know, just coming in. I mean, she needs that push to get some momentum going. I guess you could say. No, I feel it. I, I totally believe that. And I'll go with your second choice. I think it's going to be Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. I think um, kind of what I mentioned earlier, her kind of paving the way for herself to get that opportunity against Charlotte Flair. I mean, it just makes sense. That that would be money right there, getting that WrestleMania matchup. One name, one wild card here to keep in mind, though. Ronda Rousey might be making mm-hmm. an appearance. Don't bet the house on it. You know, don't. Put any money down on this one at your sports book or anything like that. Just kind of keep in mind as you're watching these countdowns, as you're seeing people come out here, you might just see Ronda Rousey. But let's move on to the men's side. Now, see, this one's tough. It really yeah. is because the the pool of people who are in right now, I don't really see one who I'm like, dang, that's the guy. Like, that's the guy right there to win it. I mean – Randy Orton's already won several times. I don't think he's in the stage in his career where he's in the in the spot to go after that championship. A lot of these guys haven't been announced yet. Omos, that's a possibility. I don't know if he's ready for that type of role yet. I'm going to go with someone who just re-signed with WWE, someone who I think could really benefit from this. He's been running around with Seth Rollins, and I'm going to put it out there, WWE Podcast World, WWE Universe, whatever you want to say. Kevin freaking owens is my pick to win the men's royal rumble i don't know what number he's going to come out any of that but why not why not give it to the guy you just made him resign show him that it was worth it give him this push let him win this royal rumble nobody's expecting it i have not heard one person say that they picked kevin owens to win the royal rumble so i'm going to go ahead and be the first person to come out and i'm going to say it and we'll see if i'm right or not but if i'm not wouldn't be the first time okay i'm definitely not mad at that choice right there uh, I mean, good competitor. Um, this one is tough though. I I'm not too freaking high on my choice, but I didn't like the way the title run went for him. So I'm gonna go with Big E on this. I am no, go, 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 go ahead. Now go ahead. Well, yeah. well, no, no, I mean, bash me a little bit, but I mean, I, I think his storylines it it it. it it didn't. I don't think it should have ended that way, you know. So I mean, of course he had that little money in the bank thing. Took over Bobby Lashley like halfway beaten up already, you know. Took advantage, but the f- little five way that they had—that's not a way that you'd want to lose, you know. So I think that the, he he's gonna get that chance back. It would really help his character. I tell you that right yeah. now, like just where he's at after losing the way he has, winning the Royal Rumble. It's a springboard. It gets you. It shoots you up. I mean, it's it just – it's the best thing that you could possibly do other than winning the championship at WrestleMania. Right. I love the Royal Rumble. I'm excited to watch it with you. John is actually going to be coming to my house to watch this, and it's going to be fun. It's our first premiere live event is what they're calling it now, I believe. No longer a pay-per-view. I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you guys. I'm I'm calling it pay-per-view. Like I'm going to keep calling yeah. it pay-per-view yeah. because that's what I call it. All right, that's exactly what it is because back in the day it's what I I mean, 
I'm not going to switch. I'm not going to let them take that from me. All right. I'm a nostalgic <laughs> guy. I'm not going to let them take pay-per-view from me. They can take whatever they want. All right. They can go ahead and take the first names off of wrestlers and the last name off of wrestlers. They could take the blue ropes. All right. They're not going to bring the blue ropes back. You're not freaking taking pay-per-view from me. I'm going to go ahead and die on that hill. But anyways, that does do it for us here on the SmackDown Review. John, do you have anything you want to say? Any shout-outs? Anything like that? Anything you want to plug before we sign off this official go-home show? I'd just like to give a shout-out to you, man. Thank you for having me here. I mean, it's definitely fun. It's starting to get into a better rhythm, you know, so... Yeah, it's it's definitely a little joyride, I guess you could say. But yeah, follow my guy, Michael Five Ritter, Twitter. Uh, follow the football function. You know, if you're into that type of stuff, NFL analytics, this guy's he's got it for you. But yeah, man, thank you and WWE fans, thank y'all for having me. I'm out. Yep, John said it best. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you are a first-time listener, thank you so much for finding this podcast and searching it, listening to it, clicking on it, spending the time out of your day, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's driving to work, at the gym, hopefully just getting ready for the pay-per-view. you got to listen to this podcast before the pay-per-view. you got to. So if you are listening to this in preparation for the Royal Rumble, go ahead and send a message to the Discord server. Let us know who you think is going to win this Royal Rumble because we're more than interested and who you think is going to be because, I mean, right now I'll tell you, it's, I feel like anybody could win. That's why I rolled with Kevin Owens because, I mean, that name just jumped out to me. Like it really did. I feel like, holy, you know what? Kevin Owens is a guy who I really believe can do it. But anyways, without getting any further into that, once again, I want to thank you guys for listening. Continue to listen. Continue to leave the five-star ratings. Subscribe on Patreon. Get the ad-free experience and many other benefits. So with all that being said, guys, enjoy the pay-per-view. Walk passionately in the direction of your dreams, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to WWEPodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to Patreon.com slash WWE Podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time. Have you searched for yourself online lately? What did you find? The last thing you need is your home address and phone number readily available on the web to stalkers, debt collectors, and Karens. You need Privacy Pros. Privacy Pros works by pairing you one-on-one with a data specialist, monitoring over 160 sites, removing your information, and sending quarterly reports. Let Privacy Pros get their hands dirty so you don't have to. Visit privacypros.com slash wrestling. That's privacypros.com slash wrestling for more information. Start this new year off clean with Privacy Pros, the premier professional opt-out services.